0: Okay, so we are on um, Gimel of base. and uh, um, yeah. So we're, we're going to get back to the Gemara in one second. One thing I just wanted to point out, which is I just found interesting. If you look at the top of the page, the top Tosos Mikam So the the Gemara had said before. That uh, right that there's two Psukim. One that Hashem Yom and then the other Pasak Hashem hayom. So basically that we Amisrah praises Hashem and Hashem praises Am And the the example of of Hashem praising Amisrael is Hashem that basically we make Hashem unique in the world, and Hashem makes us unique in the world. So the way that we make Hashem unique in the world is we say Shema Yisrael. The way that Hashem makes us unique in the world that He says about us, so, what's, you know, we are unique, in, God is unique as, you know, quote, not c- compared to other false gods, but we are unique in the world also that Hashem uh, singles us out as, as a nation. So the points down on the top right, So the Medrash says as follows, that There are three, individuals who give Eidus, who give testimony about each other. Who's that? Yisrael, Vishabis v'akadosh baruchu. Right? I mean, sh- is a, is a, is an oath, right? Shabbos is a testimony also. So, Am um, Yisrael, and so what, is, so what does this mean? Like, I'm not gonna say I really explained to you totally what this means, but I, I found it interesting. Uh, Yisrael v'akadosh barucho, and by the way, how many how many people do you need to give testimony? And better you always need two, okay? So Yisrael v'Kadosh Baruch Hu idim al Shabbos shum Yom Minucha, okay? So Kadosh Baruch and Am Yisrael were two, and we give testimony about Shabbos that Shabbos is the Yominucha. menucha. Yisrael v'Shabbos, Yisrael and Shabbos give testimony al Kadosh Baruch Hu shu echad, right? So Am Yisrael and Shabbos, I would almost say Am Yisrael through the Shabbos, right? Give testimony that Kadosh Baruch is one, right? That's that's part and parcel what Shabbos is all about. HaKadosh Baruch Hu V'Shabes Ay Yechidim In Hashem And the Shabbos In a certain sense Give testimony to About Am Yisrael That we are Yechidim And we are unique Amongst the nations Of the world Again Same thing It could be that Through our keeping Of Shabbos right, That HaKadosh And the Shabbos itself Testify to our unique status As Am Yisrael So you know, Again What the purpose is Of saying that you know, the, the two give testimony About the one Is interesting you know, I think he needs even more understanding. But the idea in general is that through the Shabbos and with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, <coughs> so either we give testimony about the Yerbon shalom or the Yerbon Sholem and Shabbos give testimony about us or that we in the Kaddish Baruch Hu give testimony about the Shabbos itself. But then he writes right, the, the third Shmona Esrei of Shabbos I guess really fourth but uh, no Ma'ariv, yeah. Fourth, um, the, uh, the the Shemona Esrei of Mincha. What do we say? Ata echa mishimcha echad. You're one. Your name is one. Umika amcha yisogar echav aritz. And we mention that and that your nation is one, is unique, right? Um, and he writes, and and we say that line in in Shemona Esrei. Afal pisha enu bedaber minyan deyoma deShabbos k'bo tefilos arviz for shacharis. Meaning in Ma'ariv is is a rule. Whenever you dive, whenever you have a stage Esrei, especially on a specific day, on Rosh Chodesh, on Shabbos, on a Yantif, whatever, is you mention Minyan of the Yoma, right? So on Rosh Chodesh, we mention Yala V'Yavo. On a Yantif so each of the Tfilos mentions Yala uh, Yavo or the other, uh, other parts of the, the middle section of Shwan Esrei. So on Shabbos also, right, we have different, uh, different the different uh, middle sections of Shwan Esrei, which all speak directly about Shabbos. Uh, the only one that doesn't at first eventually gets the Shabbos also. But it starts with uh, about Hashem being one, right? And your nation is one. So what does that have to do with Shabbos? So, he's, so he doesn't, doesn't really explain. But the, but the point being that the idea of saying is, is like the it's a reflection of the partnership of and right? Um, or, or the Shabbos and Amish Yisrael to recognize Hashem as one, right? Or the Hashem and the Shabbos to mention Am Yisrael as one. That it, it, it all, it kind of one explanation at least of that of that tefillah. Even though the beginning of it at least, you'd think the first thing you should do is talk about, you know, what Hashem made Shabbos, and that's not what he talks about. He talks about Hashem being one and Am Yisrael being one. So what's the answer? The answer is this medrash. Right, that that through, through the Shabbos, that's how Am Yisrael recognizes one. That's how Kodesh is recognized as one. It's through the connection between us and Shabbos and Hashem and Shabbos. And that's why Torah says, answers this Kasha, in a certain sense that, that the, the feel of Atah Echad Vashim is not meaning Yomah. It doesn't really talk about Shabbos. It does at the end. But at the beginning, it's not really about Shabbos. And the answer is, so what? That's okay. Because the fact that it, it is uh, reflecting the unique nature of Kodesh Baruch Hu, the unique nature of Am Yisrael, all of that is a reflection of Shabbos itself, and therefore I don't need to say Shabbos. Just saying, Ami Yisrael unique, Shabbos, you know, and, 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 and Hashem is unique. Both those ways, both are reflection of the fact that we have Shabbos, which is just fun interesting. Okay, but let's uh, let's go back into the Gemara now. So we uh, we're now almost right, literally the middle line of the entire Gemara. If you look on the right side, where it says, "The Targum is Divrei Maschal Derech." The big word derech, and you go up, one, two, three, four lines. So, uh, right at, at a line that says we just said basically we had um, um, a conversation about uh, how you have all these different approaches to tefila, to uh, to Torah, right, and that Torah is. Uh, you know, you, you have asufos. you have different groups who have some say taur, some are taur, some say taur, some say etc., etc. Et and how are you supposed to deal with it? So you're supposed to make yourself into like a, a you know, a, 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 um, a funnel taking all the ideas and then come out with some type of conclusion at the end but we mentioned before also it's important, the importance of knowing all the different approaches in a given sugya and a given shayla because then you can give the right, give the appropriate answer Fine. And the Gemara concluded that conversation by saying, So they were giving over this line this 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 whole approach with some of your said in the base Madrish and the response was, Wow, you know, if you have a Blazb and as your uh, as your leader, so then the, the community the, the community of Amish gonna be uh, it's gonna be okay. There won't be an orphan community, but rather a community that has a uh, you know uh, an appropriate an appropriate parent, so to speak. But, the the Gemara says, "Aselachah oznecha kefar keses, uknelach alev mei." Maybe, maybe. And I wonder if those two things mean two different things. If there's two different aspects of it. What, was it, what is it? What does that sound like? That sounds like another Mishnah, you know, right? Aselacharav and Yeah, it's the same exact same exact uh, language, right? Which is, which are not the same, right? Aselacharav uknelachahaver also might be different. Aselacharav might happen through, uh, you know, persistence. And uh, continuing to to learn from someone, a is a different having a friend is different than having a rebbe, right? So you're going to have a you know a different type of relationship. Um, you're right. So what, how is that reflected in this? That's a good question. A Look, I think one of them is make your ears like an arkases. That's just that's a little more passive, right? Kenehach a leiv in the That's going to be a lot more intensive in terms of making yourself able to understand and appreciate uh, might be different than just being making yourself available to hear and canela might be a much more intensive process of you know sharpening your mind and your ability I'm not sure exactly that's a good question Um, but the the bottom line is that all of this conversation started with these two individuals who had come to visit right they came to visit their Rebbe and he said to them what are they saying to Mishmash and what did they say to him us, we're just a uh, Talmudim, We come to learn from Rebbe. We're not, uh, we're not right to tell, to tell Rebbe a Chiddush. He says, what do you mean? There's no base manager without no a Chiddush. So, so they told him. Fine. So the Gemara is bothered. What's all the song and dance? Uh, tell me. I, I don't want to say. I'm not, I'm not right to say. I, I'm, not, you know, I'm just a small person. Come on. Someone asked me for a vort. Say a vort. What, what do you have to like? They, they, he's asking for something very specific. Uh, you know, a, your Rebbe asks you for a report we're having the base manager. Just tell him. So the Gemara says, oh, I'll tell you why. Because there was a previous story that had happened that was very similar and ended in a, a first, went, went, went awry a little bit. The other teaches as follows. So the story of Rabbi Yossi, Ben Balut. He went to visit Rabbi Lazar. These are two different people. It's a story that happened with different individuals, um, but, but still reflects this, the, same, the same conversation we had before. So Amrlo Machidish have Beis Medrash. He has the same kasha. What and this is before this current story. This the story we're telling now was the original story. So they said they said to them what happened in the Beis Medrash today. What did they say? So Amrle Nimnu Vagamru, They 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 pass in the following shayla. Amon and Moav Maasrin Meiser Ani Bishvis. The lands people living in the lands of Amon and Moav, which is Me'evah LeYarden, that's the other side of the Yarden. They take Meiser. And they take, specifically, Meisr Ani during Shemitah. Okay, that might sound funny to you. It sounds funny uh, particularly because it's um, Shviz. Um, and what's going on in Amon and Moab lands outside Eretz Yisrael. Who cares that it's Shemitah? It's, that land's not Eretz Yisrael land. But if that's true also, then why am I bringing Meisr? Again, it's not Eretz Yisrael. I'm bringing Meisr on land that I, in, in the United States. Right, so why am I Am I, am I, you know, bringing miser? But if, also, if it's shviis, then, right, then what's going on here? Because you're using the right. So what's going on here? So that sounds like a territory of So let's explain. Um, we're going to see. Well, you know, well, so let's explain it now. Look at Rashi, um, different Rashi. Kach Kubalani. If you look at Rashi on the left side, it's like uh, seven or eight lines up from where we are on the Gemara. So Rashi explains, as we're going to see later on, he's going to explain um, that this has been taught already. But what's the idea? It says Rashi: Yoshua Shaita, Lo It's a whole conversation with the Gemara in other places about when Am Yisrael came originally and conquered Eretz Yisrael. So they came two times. First it was Yoshua, the and then it was Bime Ezra. After in the time of the second place of Middash. So the so the time when Yeshua came, the original time when they conquered Eretz So when they conquered that land, what happened? The land now had a kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. It had kedusha of Eretz because we conquered it. So the question was, when we were kicked out at the time of Galus Bavel, did we lo- did the land lose its kedusha, and therefore need to be re-sanctified at a later time, or no? Once you have a, once they, they made it kadosh by conquering it, it's kadosh la'asid lavo forever. So meaning that's all the phrase of. Kitsha l'shaita. But it's only kadosh for that time, meaning as long as we were there the, from the first, uh, the first time we conquered it. Or is it kiddush l'asulava? Or no? Is it is the status of of the of, this, of the land of Israel, specifically the land, retain its kedusha even for the future? Has multiple nafkaminas, multiple halachic ramifications. One being the question of having to keep the mitzvahs uh, atulios ba'aretz, right? The mitzvahs that that, that dependent on something being the in of Yisrael also has also has, uh, um, in terms of like Yushalayim and the Harabayas etc. Those areas being kadosh, if they're still kadosh. I can't go to certain places. I can't go to Ram Tamei etc. But we're here. We're talking about the mitzvahs to those parts. So so it says Rashi. shown as Shakichi The first kedusha that Yoshua conquered, It was not kadosh forever. But the second time we came in, time, time of Ezra, this kach olam, that was forever. Kidusani beivamos. The Gemara says in Yevamos, not pei beis a base. Kedusha be'shona v'shnia yishlan shlishes. Um, sorry, shnia yishlan shlishes ainlan. Fine. The Gemara there says that the the the, the, the first and second kedusha that I have, a, a third kedusha we don't have. The figach b'shar eretz Yisrael. Right, so the rest of our so Israel, you're not planting even in right? You can't, you can't uh, plant anything during Mishviyas. But Amon Moav, Moab, which are the lands on the other side of the Yardin, they actually, the second time when they came to Eretz they didn't make them Kadosh, on purpose. Why? What did they want to make sure when it comes time, Shemitah, what happens? No one's planting anything. So what happens? So we're lower on produce. So now we're lower on produce, what happens? So it's hard enough for a poor person when the, everyone's successful and, they're, and they're, uh, you know, pro- they're being provided with a lot of produce, so fine. So they leave some over for, for poor people and it's even then hard for the poor people to have enough. But certainly in the, in the Shemitah year, where no one's planting and the amount of produce is much less, we're gonna be much, much more worse. So what do they do? They had a hap. They said, you know what? Of the lands of Amunim, which was Amin was let's not touch it let's not make a Kadosh this second time we'll go the rest of we will make Kadosh but this area which is like Eval it's not really part of Yetzirah proper anyways let's on purpose leave it not Kadosh and therefore they'll be able to, to plant there and then the Aniyim will be able to use it for to collect their usual Matnos Aniyim and what's also going to happen you're going to have to give Miser on that on that land, okay? And what's going to end up happening, Miser, the, the different types, you always give truma, right? Which is 20%, the temper, uh, somewhere between 140, to 150, to 160 is the produce to the, to the coin. And you also give, give Miser to the levi, but then you also have to give either Miser Sheni, right? Or Miser Ani, a second, second level of Miser, which either goes to shalim or you give it to the poor. And it goes in a cycle. So it says, Lachain, <laughs> lakach, tichnu shihu ma'ashin Miser Ani. Right, so they decided that that cycle, it's, Tyson's going to points out, we'll see in a second, that according to the cycles of the years, the, uh, the, um, the, it would not be appropriate would, to have Mysore Ani come out in year seven. We're going to see Tyson in a second. But but and Matakain, that once we're not touching this land, and this land now is going to be able to be, sorry, the land's not cut off, we can use it now in So and you're doing it, why? To help the Aniyim. What are we also going to do? We're going to make the Meister Shaini, the, the, or the second level Meister in this, in this uh, year, always be Meister Ani. So that, again, we're, the whole purpose here was to help the Ani. Okay? What, why is Meister taken at all? Right, this, so right, there's two different things going on, right? Yes. One is that Shemitah doesn't apply. Correct. And second, that you have to, right, is that? Yes, yeah, so yeah, 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 that's correct, true. correct. Yeah, so, so we we'll get this, we'll, let's talk about that right now. So the bottom line is, is that the in the end of the day, and this is what to, to rationally get to the way I end, is that the lands of Amnon of Midar Reisa are not really Eretz Yisrael, right? So what happened when they originally conquered it? They still chazal rumatakain that you have to give, you know, truma miser, et cetera etc. from this area, from, the, from 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 that land, but Midar it wasn't wasn't required, but chazal have you have to give manos Kuna, manos livim etc. from from that area. Fine. So once they said in the second base amidas, they said this area can be can be planted during shviyas. What do they also say? You, it, so you might say, oh, so it's not really eretz throw. So now, what would you say? I don't have to give chuman meister, etc. The answer said no. On the one hand, it's not it's not kadosh, and therefore you can be planted during shviyas. But on the other hand, they said since midrash bottom, we already said you have to give give these matanos from the land. Then even during shviyas, you're gonna have to give the matanos from the land. So Sorry, you know, you Correct. Right. It's like, yeah. So You are right. saying, saying both. things. Both. Harris, that you're, so you're so look what Rashi right. says. <laughs> 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 and the Chazal could decide which mice to give. Why? Because the whole thing wasn't midrash anyways. Okay. It's a very like unique, interesting, uh, interesting idea. So um, it's a very like unique, strange thing. A little bit. Um, Yeah, um, yeah. If you look at Rashi, he took the right side. Amonu Moav, the second Rashi uh, side. Tosis. Amonu Moav Ma'aschin Ma'esar Ani B'shvius. So uh, he says, According to the, the, the order, it should have been Ma'esar Sheni. Shehu Shanim B'shona U'Ma'esar Ani Noeg B'shishes. V'la'Matsinu Ma'esar Ani Stei Shanim Ritzuf. You never have Ma'esar Ani two years in a row. So if it's a six year, it shouldn't be a seventh year. El Takanatikniuba K'teishi Yisim Galei Ma'ani B'shvius. Right, and they and they. Uh, they made it to do it even with And he writes, Ubadinu, that lo Right? really, they shouldn't have even had a truma in the first place. You could just made it all my So They didn't want to make it like so different. You could have said the whole is uh, just to help them. So just give my Right? Because again, the land is not Kadosh anymore. But nevertheless, they said do the whole process in order to make sure that it doesn't look. It, it's too weird. It's too hard for people to handle making it, you know, this land, you just give Maeser Ani. That's not going to work. So therefore, he said that they made a rule, you give all of the, all of the regular mat- matanos, uh, matanos during that year. Fine. Um, I guess yeah. I was really asking, you, how does that work? In other words, when they, in the second of the with Ezra and Nehemiah, so either something's part, supposed to be part of or not, they had the discretion to decide. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, it's that's a very good question. That's what I mean, that's it would sound like in those days, it probably thought like, to throw them out of, you know, uh, out of for such craziness. So, but the Chacham decided it. So, whoever it was at that time made that decision. So, I guess there was, uh, they had the shoulders to do so. But yes, it sounds very strange. But, but again, remember, if if it wasn't really Am in the first place, and we assume, like, assume, this conversation was happening during that time, Kedusha Rishonim was Kitchul to Lavo. So then they kind of had their choice about how to to how to decide what lands got Kedusha, what lands didn't get Kedusha. Um, they had, you know, Nevi'im at the time also to help them at least, he had Ezra and Lechamia, but, but uh, yeah, it's a kind of strange thing to do. You're saying it wasn't so sui but it, was, it wasn't like, it, was, it actually came down. I don't know. I, I can't say where it came from. I don't know. I don't know. If he was told Ezra, it sounds like not. If he was told that, then Lachor would have been told that. So Lachor, not, it sounds like Chacham decided this. Again, remember, the second, the second time they came in, there was much fewer people. Maybe there was more poverty. Who knows? I, I don't know you know, historically, there weren't the same numbers of people. It was the people who had a lot of money and success in Buffalo who didn't want to come. So maybe it was a larger percentage of poor people who came to, to, to Eretz. so I don't know exactly, but the historical context here matters in the sense that that's why Chazal at the time decided to make such a distinction. But, okay, but we, got, we actually had a little bit more to do here before we finish up, so let's keep going. So the, so the point is, that was the khidish that he said was made in the basement. That that they said that uh bishvis. Fine. So Amal Yosi. So Amala yosi. so he said to him, Yossi, Pasha Yadecha Vakibel Einecha. He says, put out your hands and darken your eyes. Pasha yaad. If he put his hands out, the couple ain't of and he and he went blind. Okay? The student. Bakha Raballah, so Allah started to cry. He said the, the secrets of Hashem are given to those who fear him. Ubi and his covenant to those who understand it. Meaning they got it right. They actually gave the right Psak. However, Amalo, Leikh and molem go tell your friends in the base medrash, Don't worry about your decision. I heard from Yochem and Zakai, Mirabo, who heard from His Rabbi, mirabo and His Rebbe from His Rabbi. Sinai. Because we, uh, this was not a new thing. New probably, probably uh, and, and answers your question, right? That we knew this already. This is not a chiddush. You told me it's a chiddush and based, based and just, Look, first of all, don't feel bad. You got it right. That's good. But know that you didn't say a chiddush. Why? Because this was already halacha. We've seen how long till, from a long time ago. Okay. and um, what's the and, and what was the and what was the reason? Kavshu because there were a lot of when they came from Eretz Yisrael, they came from all of Am Yisrael, all stampeding together, and there were a lot of places that that uh, those who came from to Eretz Yisrael the first time from Mitzrayim they conquered it, but those from Babel didn't conquer it. And the, and, the, and the original Kedush, like we said, was for just Lashaita, not for, a moment, for that time, and not for the future. And when they conquered originally in the first Kibush, at the time of Yoshua, they specifically left some over. Why? For that reason. So that in, in the time of the second base of Mikdash, the Aniyim should be able to um, rely on the Mishias. Or maybe it means that. They left them over even the first time. Um, no, lo kishim, lo bavel. Yeah, they, when they came from to ba- from bavel, they did it on purpose. Fine. So the bottom line is, he says to him, "What's the khidish? They say, "Here is the chiddush," and he said, "That's not a khidish, and not only is not a chiddush, but the student went blind from telling him something that wasn't the story, it wasn't the chiddush. And of course, what happened at the end of the story? He for him, he should get his sight back, and he did. So at the end of the day, the, uh, you know, he, he, the, it worked out okay. But that would explain to you why when the Talmidim went, uh, went to the Rebbe later and said, and he said to them, so what was the Kiddush this week? They said, yeah, it's okay, you're the Rebbe. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't Stam. They wanted to protect themselves that they shouldn't uh, get, you know, find themselves in this situation. Presumably he knew, he knew the story also. He knew the story also. Right. But he still pushed that. But, uh, but nevertheless, that explains why the Talmudim were nervous, and that's why, uh, they didn't want to, uh, they didn't want to say until they were prodded, and then once they were prodded, I guess they realized, they, they, I guess they figured they would be safe, uh, and they would be okay. Look, at the end of the day, you gotta say it back also, but, uh, as Gamara and, and Megillah said, we saw, right, when, uh, Rabba Ravuna had, uh, had, uh, put them together, and then, right, uh, uh, Rav- killed Ravuna, I think it's what it was, right, and, uh, um, to Amorim, I forget which two, and what happens, and he brings him back to life. And the next year he says, Let's make Sudas perim again. What does he say to him? Right, so when they come to talk to the Rebbe, and he says, What did you say? Oh, trust him, I'll bring him back. You know what? We don't rely on the Nais, that's going to happen, and bring him back. Fine. You know, we'll stop here because the next Gemara, he starts to talk about what's the status of a, of a, of a show that It's a little more involved, so we're not going to have this time here, so we'll, we'll pick that up next week.